Hello and welcome to Accounting Instruction Help and How To. In this lecture, we will be talking about accounting for government and not-for-profit entities. At the end of this lecture, we will be able to list and explain differences between government and not-for-profit entities as opposed to and contrasted from for-profit entities. We will be able to list and describe the authoritative bodies responsible for reporting standards for governmental and not-for-profit organizations. When we consider the government and not-for-profit organizations, we first want to compare and contrast them to for-profit organizations. For-profit organizations usually being the default, we typically think of it as the default in terms of our thinking of it. We often have an idea of what the for-profit organization is and then we're going to adjust that basically to accounting for the not-for-profit and the government entities the main and if we look at it this historically we see a similar trend in terms of the thinking process as well that trend being that the accounting for the two should be much the same we're going to use the double entry accounting system and we're going to be recording transactions with that double entry accounting system and we have a similar objectives in the sense that we are trying to have the inflows be greater than the outflows when we're accounting for both the government and the non-for-profit we want to have things as lean as possible and having as much revenue or inflow over the outflow as possible but there are going to be things that change and are different so we're going to think about the for-profit as the default and then go through those things that are going to differ because those are the things that we're going to spend our most time on the things that are not the same between the two types of entities although we will be covering some of the stuff that will be the same as well most of the things that are going to differ from a government and not-for-profit organization as opposed to a for-profit organization will be due to the objectives so the objectives will be slightly different and because the objectives are slightly different we will have slightly different results and we'll need to focus in on different problems that are a result of those different objectives so if we start with the for-profit organization the objective is clear it's for profit we want to have a profit in the for-profit organizations there's pros and cons to that objective of having the for-profit and there's different problems with that for-profit objective as opposed to the government agency where we have a different objective the objective is not for profit per se it's to have some resource for the community or for some type of charity so the revenue minus the expenses are not for profit to go to an owner for personal use they're going to be used for some other purpose say a charity say some type of of purpose within the community in terms of a government purpose for that community those two objectives are different there's going to be pros and cons between those two objectives when we look at the traditional objective of the for-profit entity the objective of generating profit we can see that there's going to be more market forces within that for-profit there's pros and cons to that if we have those market forces we have pressure on a for-profit organization to be lean and mean meaning the owners the stockholders of a for-profit organization put the money in the for-profit organization aren't and are expecting a direct return on their investment and therefore they're going to try to drive revenue up as high as possible and they're going to try to reduce expenses as much as possible so if we have things that uh, if we have departments and things that are happening within the organization that are not as efficient 
we have external forces in terms of the stockholders that really are trying to uh, have pressure in order to to lean things up so that the revenue minus the expenses are as great as possible because eventually that's going to increase the value of course to the owner so one of the benefits there is that market force that's going to try to lean things up in terms of a for-profit organization one of the problems then is that when we're having that profit incentive it could lead to things such as you know we have scandals in the corporate scandals fraudulent financial statements types of reporting practices that may be geared towards short-term gains and things like that and those are things that we need to basically focus in on in the for-profit organization to try to make sure that the, we have audits and we have regulations and we're reporting everything properly within uh, the for-profit organization those are going to be some areas that we're going to focus on for the for-profit organization when we think about the government and nonprofit organization, the objective is different. The objective uh, is still revenue minus expenses used in order to have a specific goal, an objective, whatever that objective may be, something good for the community or some type of charity. But the people putting the money in are not directly involved, meaning it's not like we have the owners, the stockholders investing and expecting some set amount of return, like a 10% return. Indirectly, we have a, t a return in that the tax, if we put tax dollars in and the tax dollars go to a, an organization, then we want to see that organization is doing the proper thing with those tax dollars and having results with those tax dollars. Or if we donate to a charity, we expect the charity to do what the charity is supposed to do as their principal purpose. And we may have and we will have oversight in that way, but we don't have that kind of direct oversight where we have in a for profit organization where the owners are really looking at the organization and saying hey we we, we want to see a return on the investment so the benefits of of the not-for-profit and the government can be that we can think of their um, objective as more kind of altruistic or good in and of itself meaning the betterment of the community that's what the purpose of the goal is of the government or not-for-profit organization but it also has the problem in that we don't have that direct oversight, we don't have that direct market pressure, and so we have different results that could be happening from that, and the results that could happen from that is we could have more kind of bloating in terms of revenue minus the expenditures for the revenue possible for those expenditures to get larger, because obviously those expenditures are things that people get used to within the organization, and, and they include things like salaries and, and benefits and whatnot, so there's got to be more responsibility for management in those types of instances because there's less oversight from direct investors. And then for the management of not-for-profit and government organizations really have to have different responsibilities and perhaps more responsibility to direct things and lean things up uh, themselves without having that all the time, that pressure in terms of market forces to do so. We can think about government entities as being grouped in two broad categories, general purpose and specific purpose. If we're thinking about general purpose in terms of government entities, we can start at the top and go down. We can think about the federal government, the state governments, the cities, the towns, and then the counties. If we're thinking about specific purpose, we're thinking about things that have a specific use, such as a public school system, public colleges or university, uh, the hospital, fire, fire protection, fire department, these are types of things, obviously, that would have a specific purpose. 
not-for-profit organizations share some common characteristics with the government organizations as opposed to the for-profit organization, that being that the not-for-profit goal is not the revenue generation per se, but is going to be some objective of the not-for-profit organization, whether that be some type of charitable objective or some other objective. Now, the not-for-profit may not be getting any tax revenue from the government, but on the reverse side of things, one of the major benefits of the not-for-profit organization is that they will not often be taxed on income, meaning the money that they bring in minus the expenditures for that money often is exempt from the federal, state, or local taxes. That's going to be one of the major benefits of being the not-for-profit organization. And of course, the justification for that would be that this goal is not specifically the revenue generation that will then go to an owner for personal consumption, but the goal being something that is, is uh, beneficial for the community, and therefore it's, it's not categorized as revenue in the same way and shouldn't be taxed in the same way. So that will be one of the major benefits, one of the major differences for a not-for-profit organization to a for-profit organization. When thinking about the organizational structure of a government organization versus a for-profit organization, there are some similarities, there are some differences. When we're thinking about a for-profit organization, if we have a C corporation, a publicly traded company, for example, then the owners of the organization then will elect to have someone be representative, board of directors, board of directors then assigning management, the management then making the decisions for the organization's decisions that achieve that goal of generating profit. That means that the management of the organization are generally acting as agents of the owners, which are going to be the stockholders. When we think about government organizations and government organizational structure, we think of the power being in the people kind of in a similar way as we would think the power being in the, in the organization in terms of the stockholder for a C corporation. Then the people delegate the power to officials in terms of a government organization. And then, of course, those officials then uh, are accountable to higher levels of government in terms of the organizational structure and are given authority in acting as agents in a similar way of the people who have assigned them to the government organizations. One big principal power of the government organizations, which will be differentiated from other types of nonprofit organizations, will be the power to tax. Both for-profit financial statements and government financial statements are going to want to have some standardization for the financial statements so that when people reading the financial statements can know what to expect from the financial statements. For-profit organizations clearly need that if they are publicly traded because they are getting investments in terms of stockholders from the public and therefore we need the public to have very standardized financial statements so that they know exactly what they are looking at. In terms of the government financial statements, we have a similar objective in that we, uh, the, the government financial statements are providing a service for the people. So in a sense, the people are all involved within uh, the, the government financial statements or the oversight of the government financial statements. And therefore, we need a similar type of standardization. Now, if we look about at the standards historically, then 
we have thought about standards developed basically as from the, the private sector generally making general accounting standards and then we've seen where we have the objectives differing and where the problems uh, are going to be different in terms of government accounting and applied regulations specific to government accounting. So the FASB, the FASB will be the Financial Accounting Standard Board are generally responsible for creating gaps related to the business organizations and non-government, non-profit organizations. And then we have the GASB, the Government Accounting Standards Boards for state and local government organizations and government not-for-profit organizations. So we're starting to have some overlap between the type of regulations and principles that will be put in place and specifying where the specification is needed. According to the GASB, one of the principal objectives of the financial reporting for the government entities is accountability. Uh, the cornerstone of all financial reporting in government is account accountability. According to GASB, accountability requires governments to answer to the citizenry to justify the raising of public resources and the purposes for which they are used. Now, look, that objective is slightly different than we might see in a for-profit organization. And when we think about the concept of accountability, we can kind of link that to the, the concept of transparency. When we think about government organizations, we're often thinking about the idea of transparency. And it may be more applicable in terms of a government organization than a private organization. Reason being is because if we are the taxpayers, then we have all invested indirectly in the government organization. And when there is no oversight that's directly involved in terms of a direct return as there is for a for-profit organization, we need the, the added uh, clarity and transparency and accountability uh, focused on as the principal objective for the government organization. In terms of the private organization, of course, if it's a publicly traded company, then we need the transparency to the public to make the public decisions and the owners of the for-profit organization will want to have transparency in order to invest in uh, the publicly traded company for a for-profit organization. Now we'll go through some specific objectives and while we go through the objectives you want to basically compare and contrast the different terms between the organizations and compare and contrast them to your objectives for a for-profit organization. So objectives for financial reporting for state and lo local governments Governmental financial reports are used primarily to meet these objectives, which are compare actual results with uh, the legally adopted budget. And that should sound familiar for for-profit organizations. Obviously, we want to have the budget there, budget being a form of plan that has been set in place. We want to compare actual results to what happened to the plan, what we plan to happen to what actually happened. Assess financial conditions and results of operations. So that should sound, the wording could be different, but it's going to sound somewhat similar to for-profit organizations. We want to set the plan. We want to run uh, the plan. We want to see how we did and assess. We want to assess in determining compliance with uh, finance-related laws, rules, and regulations. We want to make sure that our process is set up within the government agency in order to make sure that we are in compliance in the state and local government, of course, and assist in evaluating efficiency and effectiveness. That should sound somewhat familiar as well. That should be a goal of any organization, whether it be for-profit or non-profit. Make sure that we are running as efficiently and effectively as possible. Objectives of financial reporting for the federal government, slightly different. 
we're going to focus in on the budgetary integrity that budgeting process for the federal government being so important because that's the planning process so we want to make sure that there's integrity and hopefully some form of transparency within that budgeting process operating and performance so we want the the operating performance and that's going to sound somewhat familiar different terminology somewhat familiar we want to make sure that we have the performance within the operations we want the stewardship is going to be focused in on as an objective Stewardship meaning that uh, the people that we are electing, of course, are acting in a way as a steward of the resources that they have control over for us. And so stewardship is going to be a, a principal objective. Adequacy of systems and controls. Systems and controls should sound somewhat familiar as well. We want to make sure that we have a system of controls, a system of bureaucracy, some types of checks and balances within the system. Objectives of financial reporting for not-for-profit organizations. Slightly different terminology. Again, some of those terms will sound familiar. Objectives, not-for-profit. Making resource allocation decisions. So clearly, the not-for-profit organization objective, we want to make sure that we are allocating the resources properly. And if we compare that for a for-profit, then we're going to have similar objectives in, in that case that we're allocating the resources. But for a non-for-profit, it becomes that more important because that objective has been somewhat different. The objective not just being to generate the profit, but to specifically allocate those resources. Assessing services and the ability to provide services. So that should sound somewhat familiar. Our objective to have the services we want to basically assess. That same type of uh, assessing, planning, and then assessing performance. Assessing management, stewardship, and performance. We are going to focus again here in the non-for-profit on, on the stewardship on management because that's one area a bit of weakness on the government side of things as opposed to on the for-profit side. The for-profit side, government, I mean the management, probably feeling pressure from the, uh, the stockholders as just part of the way the system is set up. And in a non-for-profit, it could be the case where there's not as direct because less market forces on the management so we want to specifically focus on that as an objective assessing economic resources obligations net resources and changes in them that should sound familiar as well we're that's basically the balance sheet we're assessing economic resources assets obligations liability and changes rather than having the equity section in terms of the accounting equation we're now calling it a net net assets or terms such as that but of course the equation the same assets minus liabilities uh, gives us the net assets or the equity requirements for uh, external financial reporting so this is what we need to get done for those reporting for the external financial reports we have the management's discussion and analysis we're going to have government-wide financial statements and fund financial statements we'll have notes to the financial statements and we're going to need a required any required supplementary information so government financial statements, there's going to be basically two categories uh, of basic government financial statements. We've got the government-wide financial statements and we've got the fund financial statements. Government-wide financial statements provide an aggregate overview of a government's net position and change in net position, while the fund financial statements provide more detailed financial information about the government. So you can think about the government-wide financial statements being the big picture view, the funds, which we'll talk about more as we go, being a more detailed view zooming into a particular area. 
For now, we're just going to think of a fund as a separate set of accounts used to keep track of resources. They're going to be segregated for a particular purpose. And fund categories could include proprietary funds and fiduciary funds. Proprietary funds report on business-like activities of the government, while fiduciary funds report on fiduciary trust agency activities of the government. So we can see why those two would be broken out logically. We're going to have different objectives of the two. The proprietary acting more like uh, a business type of accounting. The objectives being similar to a business type of accounting where we can kind of think of it as revenue minus expenses profit. Fiduciary funds, the objective being activities related to the government. That objective being somewhat different. Both categories follow uh, the accounting principles similar to business principles. So we're generally going to use a similar kind of uh, accrual type concept when accounting for uh, these types of funds.